The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned to The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Jerry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Good morning, afternoon, evening, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making an accommodation to those who are listening to the archive program. <laughs> the people in China. I'm thinking ahead, yes. Yeah. Well, today our focus is on terrorism. And now you might not think this is an Ascended Master topic, but the Masters have plenty to say about evil and those who do evil, such as our age-old nemesis, the fallen ones, the fallen angels. Now, later on, we will hear a couple of very compelling excerpts from a lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet entitled, Terrorism in the United States, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Now, in the meantime, since we can come at this topic from many different angles, let's open the discussion by asking this question, who are terrorists and why do they hate the light? You know, uh, I'm going to defer answering that question. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I think until we set the stage for planet Earth, we cannot understand who the terrorists are, why they hate the light, and what their motive is. And I think we've, we've shared with this in past programs, if you don't understand the equation of planet Earth, then you can't come to the right conclusions on how to deal with what's going on the planet. And we talk about discernment quite a lot. Yeah, discernment. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people don't know the truth, how can they act on it? And, and what we're taught by the Ascended Masters is that planet Earth is, is a place of many different evolutions, both young evolutions, older evolutions, evolutions from other systems of world. And so we've got a kind of a potpourri, if you will. <laughs> yeah. That may be a nice way of putting it, of yeah. evolutions here. And, of course, the key thing that we have to understand is the fallen angels and the fact that they have taken physical embodiment on planet Earth. Because, you know, as we're taught in the book of Enoch, which, by the way, uh, was suppressed for thousands of years by the church fathers. Why was it suppressed? Because it tells the story of the fallen angels and how they took embodiment. And we do have the have recovered the transcript do it now. And I think it's included in our book, uh, Fallen Angels and the mm-hmm. Origin of Evil, right? Fallen Angels mm-hmm. and the Origin of Evil. Enoch tells the story of one band of fallen angels and how they ended up in physical embodiment on planet Earth. So if you don't understand that, you can't understand the players. Then... I think the second part of this, there are evolutions that have come to Earth, and we've talked about the laggard evolutions in the past, who came from the asteroid belt between, what two planets? Uh, the way out there. Way out there, the <laughs> asteroid belt in the solar system, where they, they actually blew it up in, uh, in nuclear war and destroyed the planet. And a, a residual of those individuals with, that thought we had the best um, chance of making it came to Earth. And so they're embodied on Earth, and unfortunately, many of them are up to their old, old, uh, old efforts. So, so that's just a little part of it. But I think then there's another core part of this, 
and that's the question of absolute evil. We live in a world of relative good and relative evil. And when you look at it in that context, well, people are really all the same, and maybe they're doing some bad things now, but it's all relative, and they can be redeemed. Well, you know, it's interesting. Remember when the movie The Passion of Christ came out? Sure. It was a number yes. of years ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, attracted a lot of attention. I remember reading a New York Times review of that movie, and they said, it's too violent. You know, it's, it's a good movie, but there's too much violence in there. And my reaction at the time was, well, if you're the New York Times, they don't believe in absolute evil. They believe in relative evil. So they couldn't handle the portrayal of absolute evil in that movie. Right. And now, well, before you go on, let, let, let's kind of define the terms a bit. I think relative evil, if you were to be very simplistic about it, is the evil that is done perhaps not with the full intention of being evil, but it is redeemable. That you can, you can be forgiven or you might even hope or hold out the hope for being forgiven. Whereas absolute evil, there's no redemption because you don't want it. The, the absolute is simply that. They're committed to it. Well, I think, yes, that's absolutely right. And, and we've all, quote, unquote, sinned. You know, that's mm-hmm. how we got our karma. And we've made mistakes. So I'm sure we've done things that, in a relative sense, were evil. I mean, they were bad things. But, you know, we can feel remorse for that. We can balance the karma. We can right the wrong. And we move on. Right. So that's the relative evil. But until you understand that there has been a rebellion in the physical universe going on for a long time, and we think of Star Wars, I mean, that in some ways is true. It's a rebellion of the fallen angels, and they have embodied and chosen to embody absolute evil. Now, why is it, I mean, we all read the paper, we see television, news reports, etc. Why does it seem that many of our leaders ignore terrorism, or at least the, the evil import that is suggested through the terrorist acts, they, they seem to kind of turn a blind eye to it? Well, they well I, I don't think they can handle it, uh, personally. I think that it's, uh, it's like a refusal to see it. It's denial uh, am I correct, Sid? And well, I think there's a lot of reasons. I think you're right. They don't, they don't know what to do. Right. You know, how do you combat it, for one thing? Especially if you don't believe in evil. Right. Or they, <laughs> they pay lip service to it. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the masters have told us if the United States had determined long ago to stop drug trafficking, they could have done it. Mm-hmm. They, they just haven't done it. Right. They haven't chosen to do it. Right. So it's, I think it's to a certain extent the same things with the terrorism. Well, I guess what I'm getting at, in part, is this is coming rather from an oblique angle, but because there seems to be this blind eye turned by many of in our leadership, and I'm speaking in the world now, not just the United States, you would think that some of them perhaps understand what's really going on, but they're not letting us in on it. Or if they are, in fact, among the fallen ones, we talk about these often as being in government, in church, in education, they're, they're kind of inculcated inside our culture. Yeah. They have I'll, a vested interest in well, not letting us kind of look well, at the you truth. Could, you could yeah, say there's, right. there's certain governments that like it to go on because it ties up the energy of the United States and Western nations and yeah. so forth. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, what's interesting, we should mention here, not, not all the fallen angels get along with each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So there's a war between, is that the Gog and Magog thing? Yeah, the Gog and Magog. I mean, there are different forces. I mean, you look at what's going on in Syria. I mean, you can't tell who's against who. Yeah. You know, there's so many factions there. So they do fight against themselves as well as against the light bearers, and that's why it, it's so hard to sort out. But, but going back, Tom, to the original premise, I think this is why we're having trouble dealing with this issue because of its absolute evil, and people don't, even, don't believe in absolute evil, then they're not going to do the things necessary to... to, to they they think that it. the bad people are redeemable. They, you know, well, we'll, we'll oh, be able yeah. to convert you, them. If you're just nice to them, they'll, they'll come around. Yeah, but they're not. They're not... <laughs> no. Well, they, 
they realize that there there is um, no mercy for them and that their time is up and is going to be up. And so, consequently, they, they feel like they have nothing to lose. Well, it was you that said this perhaps last week or sometime in the recent past where there are some factions, armies of fallen ones on the astral plane who are at war with each other. Yeah. And, I mean... When does it end? <laughs> How do you get rid of these guys? You know? That's what we ask God. How long, oh Lord? <laughs> I know. You know, and so what is happening here is like obviously we're talking about is or isis or whatever. It's ISIS called. and ISIS. ISIS, yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, the horrendous crimes they're committing, the slaughter, the beheadings, you mm. know. And even people now on the web, I mean, they say, Whoa, this is beyond anything we've seen before. And so they're starting to show some opposition to it. But but where does this come from? I mean we can't, the light bearers can't comprehend that level of evil. They just, because they, they, they've just, it's alien to their being and who right. they are. And so we have to understand this equation. And, and again, we call forth, we don't, uh, although in physical we must defend ourselves against terrorism, it is the archangels and the angels that will fight it at inner levels yeah. and fight the force behind it, which is death and hell, which is the fallen ones. And they are much greater than that. So if we make the calls the intercession of the archangel and the angels, this can be stopped. We're not going to live in fear of these people, although they live in fear. They, they use fear, literally, to terrorize us, which right. is what terrorism is, but also, and this is key, maybe we'll have more time to talk about this later, is they draw the light from our terror. When someone is really frightened and scared, light is released from their chakras. And as we talked before, the followers are cut off from God. How do they get their light? They have to steal it from the light bearers. Yeah, and I think this is a good point to repeat. The angels, the fallen angels, have no light of their own. They are absolutely dependent upon the light that they can gather from innocent victims. Yeah, you know, absolutely. In warfare, in terror, um, any number of ways, even um, in anger and addictions. You know, we've talked about this many times, that there's many ways we release our light. And there's fallen ones and entities that are just waiting there to take it. Yeah, I mean, you look at the horror movies, you know, that, are, that come forth. And some people like horror movies. You know, they like Ugh. to be frightened. But what happens is, again, there's a release of light. <clears throat> and the, the, you know, the fallen ones gather the light. <clears throat> you know, in the screw tape letters, um, if you haven't read that by C.S. Lewis. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they gather up the light from the light bearers and save it. And that's exactly what the fallen ones do. They build up force fields of, of this energy on the astral plane that they can use when they want it. And so here we see being played out right now many of the ploys of the fallen ones that are not new where they're basically going after that light as much as they can gather but they hate the light at the same time. They need it but they hate it. Right. They have rejected <laughs> God and the path. God will accept anyone that bends the knee including yeah. the fallen angels quite frankly uh-huh. if they want it but they don't want that. They're so angry and full of hatred of God, they want to do everything to get even, quote-unquote, with God, including going after his sons and daughters of God. They know they have a short time, you know, and, you know, the devil's come down to you with great wrath because he knoweth he hath but a short time. Yeah. And so they're going, you know, by their own free will choice, they're not going to be around forever, and so they want to harm as many light bearers. But before we go to the break, I just want to mention one more thing for sure, and that is we do not fear the terrorists, okay? Even though we understand absolute evil, we have the equation and the tools to invoke the archangels to deal with terrorism at every single level that exists. So we can't be intimidated by them, but we deal with them spiritually, and obviously we have to have physical ways of dealing with them too. But, you know, we're not going to run and hide and pull the covers over our head. In the name of God, we're going to challenge this force because it's the archangels that will deal with it, um, and we're not going to let them get away with this. Well, you made the point early on, and I think it's worth repeating, is that we have to understand the equation of Earth. We have to understand what's going on. And if we hide our heads in the sand, we're not going to see the truth. 
And therefore, we're not going to be able to respond to it in a way that's credible, in a way that actually saves us from whatever it is that, you know, they're trying to make happen. What, what are we going to do to get this destruction? What are we going to do to get our leaders to begin to understand this and speak to us in a truthful, honest way? Yeah. Just uh, by is, that, is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just don't you just wish that they would tell the truth? Well, yeah, of course we do, um, and some of them don't know the truth. Okay, and some of those who do know the truth. Don't reveal it. Or, and, and then, of know? course, we have calls to Cyclopeia for the revealing of the truth. Well, I think so that's what certain... I, that was going to is that we can make the calls for the truth to be exposed. Right. For the lies to be exposed. It's as simple as that. And I think those, those are the kind of calls that have the greatest power because they, across the board, cover all those various forms and shades and hues right. of evil or just, you know, sins of omission and commission. I think that if we can look at what's happening in the news and look for those kernels of good news where somebody is exposed, somebody has been revealed to be other, you know, not out. They don't say to the news, this is a fallen one, we just found one. (laughs) But um, they do, you know, the the evil is revealed. I mean, the things Mm -hmm. these these people are are being exposed, we see it all the time. And maybe it's not a high percentage of the total yet, but it's encouraging to see that it's happening. And we know, because we make these calls every day, that we are calling for the exposure of the truth, the exposure of the lie. Right. And I just right. want to add here, as we said before, this is not a witch hunt to point out who are the fallen ones. That's up to God. Let them expose but, themselves. But we look at the manifestation that's yeah. going on. So you go after the behavior, and God will deal with the individuals. Right. Indeed. Well, this is good stuff. We're going to go to a break right now, but when we come back, uh, we're going to listen to an excerpt from a lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet, uh, which I promised earlier, on terrorism in the United States. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, Go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org 
slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. Um, before we play our excerpt that I promised, I want to make one comment here. And I uh, realize that I have been uh, guilty of unintended ethnocentricity. Say, say that fast three times. Yeah. <laughs> I realize that a lot of our listeners are not from America and that we have been focusing this to some extent on our place as Americans, particularly as I uh, titled this lecture, Terrorism in the United States. We should probably reframe that. Terrorism is a global condition, it's a global experience, it's a global problem, and we recognize that fully. Just want to make sure that that's understood, that we're not trying to make this too local here by the fact that we're from America. The lecture is primarily focused on the United States, so um, that's why. Yeah, but I think that these things can be taken pretty globally. I think that these conditions are pretty much shared by all of us around the world. So without any further ado, here is that first excerpt. Terrorism is the rent in the garment of God, government, and society, and institutions, and the beginning of anarchy. Terrorists declare that they want a better life for the people, and that they are working for good. But in fact, they desire anarchy, the breaking down of society, the destruction of the lawful means of evolution, of bringing to power alternative individuals by the democratic process to seats of government, to the holding of responsibility and authority. The terrorists of this planet are the worst gang of hellions walking the earth. We have seen them in the United States as the weathermen. We realize that were this to gain momentum, the life of every man, woman, and citizen is in jeopardy 24 hours a day. It is worse than murder and the murderous intent. It is worse than assassination because the goal is the destruction of the very foundation of life, which is the foundation of the mother. It is the culture of the mother, the ancient culture of the golden ages of Lemuria and early Atlantis. We understand, therefore, that the crack in the door, the bomb exploding in the Capitol building, the crack in the door in America is upon us. And we must push back, as it were, the nose of the camel before he is completely inside the tent. It's a very serious situation. We must give our calls to Hercules, to Surya, to legions of light. We must visualize every square inch of ground of United States soil or United States representatives abroad, such as our embassies, covered by angels every square foot of ground occupied by angels of light to move into action for the protection of light bearers, 
our institutions, our representatives. It does not matter if we are for or against these representatives. We can never be glad that anyone is killed because the act of killing is the breakdown of the entire evolutionary chain, the initiative path, the opportunity of free will. We may not like everyone who is in office, but I can assure you that when you see individual spokesmen of the left-handed path speaking from the Senate floor, every eye in America is being educated as to this choice. Here is someone, this is his aura, this is his evolution, this is his vibration, this is his soul. And this is communicated at inner levels. Everyday people are facing that particular view of life. And every day they have a chance to make choices, to exercise free will and to say, no, I would rather be like this person, a person who has greater light. The educational process, the process of preaching the word, enlightening people and convincing people in the way of light is the way of the great white brotherhood which is why they protect all people. All people are protected in this society, whether they are devils or evil or whatever. They must be protected because they are the visual image of the wrong choices being outplayed. And until people vote for the right choices in the right individual, they will not be rid of the wrong fellow. And therefore, it is a learning process that St. Germain has established in the United States. And this is why we would never wish our enemies dead. They are examples of the wrong way. Let them prove what they are. Let them show what they are. God is greater. We do not fear the enemy. What we fear is that the good people will resort to the wrong methods to achieve the right ends. And then we will all sink. The ends never justify the means. We can never say, let us do evil that good may come. And this is why organizations such as the Nazi Party and a whole host of organizations are free to operate in this country because people must have the freedom to choose, to vote against and to feel welling up within themselves that they must do something about freedom else they will lose their freedoms. You cannot mandate either by the state, by a totalitarian government, by the mafia or by mob gangs or terrorists what supposedly is right. We have the most fantastic form of government and constitution to evolve to a golden age, if only the good people will do their part. We can get rid of terrorists today because of our intercession with the hosts of the Lord, because we know the mighty archangels take care of fallen angels. They strip them of their power. And we have no death wish regarding these individuals. We only know that they must be bound and judged by those for whom it is lawful to do that work, and that is the archangels. So this is the mighty work of the ages. It always works. It never fails if you do your part. I would like to tell you that I am not enormously comforted by the consciousness, the awareness of those representatives of the United States government and the absence of their real perception of the real facts of the geopolitical configuration of the planet. I cannot expect them to see any more than they see in the absence of the understanding of evolutions and life waves, types of individuals, origin, reason for being, 
etc. People establish their own thresholds by what they are willing to deal with. If they are not willing to deal with something, they simply say it does not exist. So the presence and facts of terrorism to me can be calculated best on the type of evolution involved, where their hatred comes from, whether it is an absolute hatred or a relative hatred, which is a terminology which the Archangel Gabriel taught me. He has explained that absolute evil began with a force of rebels and a galactic rebellion beginning with an archangel and many angels who fell. And in their rebellion, they swore an eternal vow against the living Christ and they determined to destroy absolutely the living Christ and the organization of that Christ. Now these archetypes we know figure in the book of Revelation. We understand that relative evil are those acts which may be called sins committed by children of God which can be rectified and can be forgiven because they are performed by individuals who if they knew better would do better. But there is a group of individuals running around the matter universe who have sworn that eternal hostility, not the hostility of the ones who have declared the counter-revolution against the forces of evil, Thomas Jefferson, but in fact the ones, the very fallen angels who have sworn the eternal hostility against the living Christ. You have forces in embodiment representing absolute evil, who have an absolute determination to the death to destroy that which represents the light and freedom of the planet, which comes down to the United States of America and her allies. It comes down to the I am race. When you consider the stakes and the final judgment and their enmity with Christ, you understand the suicide mission. You understand that they have nothing to lose because these are devils in embodiment who have already been judged to the final judgment, whose names are not written in the book of life, who therefore are an ever-present firecracker ready to go off in one last hurrah and very capable of being the tools of a suicide mission for larger minds who plot the destruction of the planet itself. My assessment of the Iranians who have called America the great Satan is that they have the absolute hatred of the living Christ. They have suffered a role reversal, such as you see in the Arab representative of Iran at the UN, who has the picture of Khomeini on his desk. And this individual totally identifies himself, his cause, and Iran and the Khomeini as the force of absolute God good. And he sees America and everything it represents as the reverse. And therefore, he is threatened by evil, and he considers his cause righteous. Now, though he may not admit it, we have known for centuries that those who kill in the name of Allah, or those who kill in the destruction of the enemies of Allah, the enemies of the Muslims, or if they kill in the process of converting infidels, go straight to heaven and see Allah and have an eternal reward. This is their belief. 
We must realize that it has always been true that the false hierarchy at inner levels of fallen angels enlists in their support their tools, their mechanization man, their underlings, who are ill-informed and who become convinced that they are serving the cause of truth worldwide and the cause of freedom. They become convinced they are serving the real hierarchy of light. In that belief, they can carry out the actions as instruments of absolute evil against that very light. And when they do cross the other side, they do meet their God. They meet the highest-ranking fallen angel, who to them is the image of God. And they believe that they have arrived at the very place they knew all along, so to speak, that they were going. So there is an entire false hierarchy, all the way down to the gutter activities of the ones who are affected with the suicide missions to those who plot them, to those at inner levels, to the highest ranking of that inner level astral false hierarchy. It is the counterfeit of the Great White Brotherhood. Yes, it is. Um, Let's take a moment here for a break. We'll come back and we'll finish this excerpt. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You 
are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, here with the three amigos here today. I'm Tom. <laughs> and I'm Terry. I'm Sid, I guess. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> you're, you're still Sid. You will always be Sid. Today we're talking about terrorism, and we've already listened to an excerpt from a lecture by Elizabeth Clara Prophet on the subject. And one of the quotes in her uh, initial segment uh, went like this. We have the most fantastic form of government and constitution to evolve to a golden age, if only the good people will do their part. And that's something we'd like to talk about before we uh, play the second segment today, or the second excerpt, rather. That is that we can't sit idly by and watch this happen. We have to act. We have to be willing to take a stand for good, or we assume that you all want that. Um, so, you know, it's a free will choice, of course, and that would never be abrogated. But nonetheless, if good people will do their part is really the key to this equation, is it not? Yeah, and and it just we just need to... Well, one of the things I brought up while we were on a break was uh, I find myself calling to the archangels more often, uh, you know, three times each to the, the divine compliments, the Alpha and the Omega, you know, Archangel Michael and Faith and on through the list. And I find that it's it's very effective. I mean, I get chills when I do it. And mm-hmm. and I just send them and their legions of angels off into the world to take care of these these things. That's that's one of the things I'm doing. Well, I think it's a good thing. It, yeah, it <laughs> is a good thing. And I think some people don't know what to do. You know, mm-hmm. it is overwhelming. Let's face it. When you hear of these atrocities and it, you know, what do I do? You know, do I live in fear or do I kind of keep myself busy so I don't have to think about it? You know, whatever it is that distracts people. And what is so, you know, positive about calling to the archangels to fight this battle for us is, you know, we don't have to know the answers. Exactly. You know? We don't, yeah. you know, this one person says, let's deal with this way. Another one says, let's deal with this way. Let's put ground troops. Let's not put ground troops, whatever. So the archangels know the way to deal with it. So we don't have to come up with the absolute solution ourselves. What we have to do is invoke the presence of the archangels to fight this battle for us. And they will. And they'll do it at many levels. They'll do it at what we call the astral level where things we can't see, they'll fight them because that's where the, many of the forces of darkness are lodged. They'll battle them there. But they'll also work to bring forth illumination to those in a leadership role, to the voters. How are we going to deal with this problem? And they will bring the, the, the solutions to them if people will listen to it and, and implement them. So it's, it, it will percolate down to the, to the physical um, place where we are in terms of dealing with this. So, you know, we don't have to be one side of the political spectrum. We understand evil must be challenged. It must be challenged at the physical level but also, most importantly, must be challenged at the spiritual level because that's where the solution lies. And I think on that subject of taking action, that's a perfect segue into this next segment. So let's play that now. In the day-to-day living of our life and dealing with the American scene, we have to be very concerned, concerned to the level of the type of action that we know is important to enable our representatives in Washington to take their action. As I say then, I see the all-seeing eye of God as the answer to moving back the barriers in the consciousness of individuals to their ability to face what is absolute evil, what is the impassioned hatred of the Iranians and the Syrians. One cannot look away from this hatred once one has seen it personally and directly. I have seen it personally and directly. I know what it is. And I know this hatred will not die until itself is no more. 
The individuals who contain it will not change their course. Uh, the typical statement of the laggard evolution, we neither encourage or disencourage, uh, we are not involved. It's, it's the lie of the murderer. We know that the Iranians are involved. We know that the Syrians are involved. And not to discourage evil is a great sin. And no living and real God ever taught his people not to discourage murder and terrorism. Terrorism, of course, comes from terror. And terrorism has its purpose of inflicting terror upon the people. And this terror in itself is the ultimate fear. There's no greater word for fear that you can use. In gradations of fear, you can talk about anxiety, nervousness, tension, fear, doubt. And all of a sudden you come to the word terror. And when something strikes terror to your heart, it's like uh, facing the living death or the living hell. It's the ultimate fear, and that is the point. And there is a great deal of satisfaction on the part of the devils and fallen angels to be able to extract this reaction from the children of the light. Because when there is terror in an individual, as you imagine an individual being wide-eyed with fright, there is a wide opening of chakras. It's like the spilling of blood and the spilling of light. If you are in a state of terror, you are not in God control to retain and control the light. So you see, the ultimate purpose of terror is to extract light from the people in large quantities, to store it in reservoirs and to have its use when these individuals themselves no longer have the tie to the God source. So its purpose is not only the destruction of democratic institutions, but the milking of the people. If you look at nuclear war and the day after, you can see that there is mass terror and fear on the part of a populace. That is part of the game of murder. Terrorists never murder without first inciting extreme fear. We know what happens when cattle go to the slaughter and they have fear. It changes their whole chemistry. And therefore, to incite mass terror and fear in a population before they are killed is to extract the greatest amount of light from them. I think, therefore, that, as I say, I'm not enormously comforted by what our representatives have to say in their view on terror, and I think it's time to draw back the curtain and let our representatives and our people know what is happening. I do not believe that the representatives of my government today are properly conscious or centered in the source of consciousness to effectively protect me, this nation, my family, my community, and the 50 states. We have seen the example of it. Who will trust them? How can we trust them? How can our allies trust them? people who are our representatives today are not willing to face the truth and the reality. They are not willing to engage in the struggle and the unveiling of the reality and the challenge that that reality demands of us in order to secure America. And that is the real nuts and bolts of the problem. We are facing absolute evil, and that absolute evil has to be challenged where it is. It cannot be ignored. When it is ignored, all it does is grow. I have never seen anyone whose consciousness was tied to absolute evil, whose consciousness of evil could ever be reduced except by challenge and the judgment. 
There is no will within these individuals to change. There is no desire for Christhood. There is no desire even for eternal life. And so when you understand the psychology, you realize that our entire diplomatic base, the base of international relations, the base of our politics, is not on the reality. It's not on real politics. It's not a real understanding of power. Power on this planet. All politics is power politics. But it is not understood in terms of the fallen angels. And when you have the theologians of the West denying the very existence of embodied angels, of the very possibility that angels could embody or fallen ones could be in our midst, you have the wiping away of the necessity of their encountering of darkness. Then they try to make absolute evil relative. If all things are relative, there is no need to get excited about anything because in the end everybody's going to be good. When we finally get there, everybody's going to be good. So you can live with relative evil, but unless you are willing to take a stand for absolute good, you cannot live with absolute evil. And the only way to get rid of absolute evil, if you don't want to take a stand, is to deny it or ignore it. Ignore it until it swallows you up and you are no more. There are some people who would rather die in a state of sleep and unknowing than ever have to awaken and really believe that we have a threat of absolute evil in this universe. I think that you realize and the Great White Brotherhood realizes that there can be great blows to the morale of America when our government is seen as incapable of taking care of its people. Although the weaknesses in government must be exposed, the breaches must be healed, if you have a populace who is disillusioned and discouraged and feels that they must turn to other sources, in other words, their own individual self-defense to take care of themselves because their government cannot do so, you have great problems already arising, as you can see, as easily as I can. So I trust that our prayers and our decrees may lessen the gap between what is fact and what our representatives are willing to see as reality and unreality. And there is the great and major crisis in America today, the willingness to see what is and take action when uh, what is is seen. And uh, as we see so often, the various opinions in the fields the various individuals, all of whom are American, who have different approaches to this, each one's approach and opinion is not based on the facts which he says they are based on or what he knows or what he doesn't know. It's based on his individual psychology and his ability to deal with terror as a force and a tool of absolute evil. So it's very necessary that we complete this Pisces cycle with a great victory over fear itself, over death itself, over doubt itself, all of which we know are illusions. Fear is not real, doubt is not real, death is not real, and ultimately it will be seen that hell is not real. It's making a pretty loud noise right now. But it will be bound, it will be overcome, and it is being done daily. Indeed it is if we do our part. That's right. Let's take a break. We're back in a few moments. Please stay with us.
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. We are back at The Open Door for our final segment today. Program is focused on terrorism. And uh, we recognize certainly this is a very broad, broad topic. And we're doing our best to come at it from the standpoint of absolute good. <laughs> and uh, during the break, we were talking about a couple of points we definitely want to make before the show is out today. And one of them, you will forgive me, this is a bit facetious, but you remember the, um, the game Whack-A-Mole? Have you ever been to a carnival or circus where you've got a mallet in your hand and you've got these holes, you're looking at a board and these moles keep oh, popping yeah, yeah. up and you try okay. to whack one mm-hmm. and it keeps popping up all, all different places. Well, Sid made the point that a lot of uh, our feelings is that we, we try to contain us. This is like trying to contain spot fires where we, we put one out over here and then over there another one erupts or another one comes up again. And it's very hard for us sometimes to see the big picture. But the point you made, I'd like you to amplify this, is that the archangels do see the big picture and they're able to work simultaneously on all the forest fires, not just one. Exactly. And you realize that terrorism is but one manifestation of this rebellion against God. It comes up in other ways. I mean, you can look at the geopolitical situation on the planet, North Korea, mm-hmm. what's going on in the Ukraine, China, and so forth, and you just it's easy to become overwhelmed. And what we want to emphasize today, there is a solution to this. God has a solution. The archangels will implement it if we will give them the authority to operate within this planet and by our decrees and our calls. So we don't have to know every solution, but we can invoke that solution. So again, we can't get overwhelmed because I think the devil has two tricks they like to play. One, that they don't <laughs> exist. Just pretend there is no devil. You right. know, there's no devil. That's all this myth and so forth. Right. And the second thing is, well, it's so overwhelming and they're winning anyway, so what's the point of me doing anything? Yeah. Okay, there's a lot of point. It's going to make the difference between winning this battle physically on planet Earth or not winning it. And we mentioned that planet, which, by the way, was between Mars and Jupiter that exploded. You know, we're not going to end up by that, by God's grace, because if we have enough people invoking the will of God and the archangels on this planet, we can win this victory. And don't, and it is Armageddon. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we can't run and hide from it. It's here. Let's stand and face, because God is the doer. Archangel Michael, protect ourselves, our family, whatever nation you live in, if we will make the calls. If we do nothing, they can win. Indeed. And there was another point, too, and well taken, by the way. The other point was that 
we are in no way judging or condemning Islam, only those who have hijacked it for their own purposes. There's a big difference between a religion espousing any kind of goodness or anything that the uh, fallen ones would use as justification for their acts. Well, exactly. And, you know, there's, if you read the history of the Crusades, there were some pretty big atrocities committed by the Christians, so-called yeah. Christians. But we have to remember, again, the fallen angels are equal opportunity infiltrators. Uh, they don't just focus on Islam. They've infiltrated the Christian church. I mean, look at the denial of uh, the book of Enoch by the church mm-hmm. fathers. Well, no light bearer would do that. Of course, the fallen ones want to get in high places in the church because then they get control of the message. Well, and I, I suspect that if you think about uh, the premise of you know hijacking religion, Christian religions, the Roman Catholic faith, they've been hijacked to some degree too. Yeah. You know, it's not just Islam. And that's not a condemnation of them, but it's, it's, a, it's an understanding of the equation of what's really going on planet Earth. We can't just look for human solutions because there are none. We have to look for the divine solution. Yes, and what was that admonition? We must be wise as serpents and gentle, gentle as doves. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, ought, we live in a physical plane, on a physical planet, so you have to have defense. It is, a cosmi- it is a divine right of people to defend themselves, their families, their nation. And so you have to do that, but it's only part of the equation. The rest is the invocation of the light. You know, and one of the prayers we can make, too, is for people who don't want to agree or don't want to believe that this is actually happening. You know, I don't want to sound didactic here, but, you know, evil is real. It has no power. It's only real that we give it reality. Sure. What I mean is that it exists and it's being utilized and it's happening in our world. You can't, you can't hide from it. Well, that. there's a manifestation of evil. Ultimately, there will be no evil because it's not of God. Mm. But until God... We sort all this out, or God sorts it out, and there is no more rebellion in the universe. We're going to have to deal with its manifestation. And the fallen ones are pretty adept at manifesting evil, as we can see. And it is, you know, and one of the, one of the words from that excerpt we heard, still kind of ringing in my ears, was fear is not real. Doubt is not real. Death is not real. And ultimately, it will be seen that hell is not real. And, and then she says so it's, it's, making a pretty, it's making a pretty loud noise right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so that, that's, that's kind of a flag that it's raising. You know, yeah. that's, that'll help us to well, it's, point. It's part, the emperor has no clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's part of our mission of standing for the truth and standing for the light. And because there is such a contrast of light and darkness on this planet, there's really no better place to do it. And, 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 and I almost, if there's a silver lining, and I don't know what there is, but it's forcing <laughs> us to take a stand. Yep. If, if everything was muddy, it wasn't clear, you know, we wouldn't take a stand. And some people still won't. But, hey, I am not going to stand by and allow these fallen angels to continue to do what they have done for tens of thousands of years because I know something can be done now. My human self can do nothing about this. Uh, but God can do something about it, and as God inspires our leaders and the voters, we can do something at the physical, but most importantly at the spiritual level. That's where the battle must be fought. It's not about killing people. It's about taking them and stripping them of their power and their ability to commit evil. Indeed, and if you get inspired and fired up and passionate about this, don't take them on on your own. Right. <laughs> I think it's really important <laughs> to remember some of these fallen angels, despite the fact that they have fallen, have great attainment. They were very high beings at one time. And now that they have fallen, they have not lost some of that ability. And so you might be tackling a very potent force. Well, that's why we have the archangels. Indeed. That was my point you know, was there's that a great, I've talked about we have allies. <clears throat> yeah. In the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls, there's a scroll there called The War, is, the War of the Sons of Light versus the, War, versus the Sons of Darkness. Mm-hmm. And it tells the story of what's going on right now. Yep. That there are forces of darkness, that the angels will, will fight that battle if we'll call them forth and invoke them. 
I uh, I highlighted something here. How can we protect our light? Uh, uh, you know, in the, in some of our points that we wanted to cover, uh, have we covered that kind of? How can we protect well, our light? I'm not, well, we 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 have habitually covered it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I think we can certainly go back. We can to it. we can pray important. for the protection of our of the borders of our nations, yeah. uh, for the protection of our leaders, so that they're no longer influenced by. I mean, if you're ones. concerned about a physical invasion, you call to Archangel Michael and the legions of light to stand on your border. And repel them. Well, and what did Mrs. Prophet say? She said, visualize angels covering every square inch of ground yeah. Uh, yeah. where you are, where your representatives are, where there's any threat. Mm-hmm. Call to the angels. They, they, they wait to do our bidding. I mean, they, they're, they will not violate our free will, but once we make the call, they will respond. You know, that reminds me of what happened in World War II in the United States. Some of you may be familiar with the I Am movement, which was a predecessor of the Summit Lighthouse in terms of the teachings of Ascended Masters, the right. Bible, the Flame, and so forth. And Mrs. Ballard, who was the head of it at that time during World War II, she would take groups of students and literally stand on the shore of the United States and make calls for the reversal of the tide mm-hmm. of this darkness mm-hmm. and, you know, against a physical invasion of the United States. The light is much more powerful. We need physical armaments, but I can tell you the light is much more powerful. The violent flame, when used properly, could destroy an incoming warhead. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, so we have both. So this battle can be won, and I want to make no mistake about that. Whatever the appearances are, this battle can be won wherever you are. And, of course, in term, Terry, in terms of protection, we pray every day to Archangel Michael, protect ourselves, our families, deliver us all fear. You know, what's the worst can happen? If you're in God's hands and you're living according to God's laws, God is going to take care of you whether you're in the body or out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so naturally we have some fears, and we have to be practical but know with an absolute certainty as you are right with God and you invoke the light of the archangels that you can be sealed in that light and nothing can get in there. If you're you know, vigilant on a daily basis and your nation, your family, whatever it is can be protected, but we cannot be passive. And this is what happens. We give up. We can't do anything about it. It's overwhelming. There's no human solution. We've all heard that before. We've right. all felt that before. Well, there is a divine solution to terrorism and to every other problem, geopolitical situ- problem on this planet, if we will invoke it and call it forth. And we make the call every day. The light of God never fails. And this is a battle. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. an ongoing battle. The more light we invoke, the, more, the greater the archangels and the angels will be able to intercede. So what you do matters on an individual individual basis. And I like that call, evil is not real in its power, and its appearance has no power. Evil is not real, and And its its appearance appearance has no no power. power. You know, it takes a while, I think, to get to the reality of that. that We're we're talking about something that maybe takes some practice, because in our world, we're not necessarily having that kind of thought form reinforced all the time. In our practice, we do, because we make a, a, a case to do that. But if you start to think about something... You've got to take a start. You, you, you've got to take that first step. You know, somewhere in your life, you come to the realization that if this is going to be done, I will do it. Sure. Maybe and, it begins with Archangel Michael, help me. Yeah, indeed. I mean, it's as simple as that. And if you can express those calls in that simple manner, it does have great power, more power than you may realize in the moment. And like you, you know, said, you, you get chills when you do it. Yes, you do. You know? Yeah. And you can pray. If you make the calls to Archangel Michael, you can say, Archangel Michael, Please show me how these calls are working and give them a little time. But you can, they'll come in your life. You'll see where something will be averted, something will be changed, and you'll go, wow, that could have happened to me if I had invoked the presence of the archangels. Right. You know, I'll tell you something that Terry helped me with about a couple of weeks ago. Um, those of you who know we live in Montana, we're in a very remote area. 
And we have this one stretch of road called Deer Alley. <laughs> and um, it, it's not uncommon to encounter a deer that becomes kind of a hood ornament if you're not careful. And uh, Terry said, because he drives this road quite a lot, I envision a wall of blue flame angels from Archangel Michael's bands on both sides of the highway. And I was driving back from town uh, a couple weeks ago. And it was very dark. And it was one of those nights where you had no moon. And I, so I'm envisioning angels on both sides of the highway. And sure enough, I see a couple of deer come running up to go to the road. And it's like they hit a wall. It's like they boing. They just bounced off. Yes, it was amazing. They changed direction on a dime. And I thought, boy, if I didn't know before they work, I know it now. Yes. Well, this power can deal with <laughs> yeah. terrorism. And it deals with what you need where you are today. It's so practical. And it can cover everything. If it can deal with crazed elementals, it can deal with crazed <laughs> terrorists. <laughs> it can. Well, any, um, any closing comments, brother, before we go? The only thing I say is start today. Even if it's Archangel Michael, help me. Archangel Michael, take command of the situation in the Middle East. You can start simply. And keep joy in your heart. You know, the violet flame is a joyful flame. And so the more you invoke it, the more joyful you become. And the less terror will affect you. Well, if you can take yourself to the point of belief, terrorism is not real. Yeah, and its appearance has no power. And its appearance has no power. Well, once again, we've just uh, eaten up an entire hour here. It's been great fun, actually gone by very fast. And uh, how do we get people to let us know what they think? Well, if they'll just email us at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org, and let us know what they, what they need to know and what their thoughts are. We'd love to hear from you, and we will answer your questions, your concerns. Um, so, you know, do, do let us know what's on your mind and what's on your heart. Also, as we'd like to say, though the upper path may be difficult, the rewards, rewards are, are out, out of, of this world. world. Thanks, everyone. Hope to hear from you and see you again. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.